Hey guys, how are you? Welcome back. Yes, we're back um, after a well-deserved it's been, break. It's been a long time. <laughs> it has been a long time, but um, what we, happened? We needed a break. Uh, I think. I mean, I could speak for myself. Um, I was suffering from Trump fatigue, and I just needed a break from the news. I mean, it was just story after story after story, and it's just like you couldn't tell which was up or down. So. Yeah, I need it. I need a break. Over a year of um, of Trump presidency. Yeah, yeah. and we and survived. A lot, <laughs> a lot has happened, and no, I agree because we we've talked about it, and then I said that uh, I actually decided to take a, a break from Facebook because mm-hmm. I felt like my news feed was just a lot of a lot of news, and it was you know CBS and CNN and Hill and it's um, just too much. It was, and I felt like it was it was a lot. It was information overload. Um, to say the least, uh, and I need, I needed to like physically turn off the TV because I have this horrible habit of coming in from work and watching MSNBC and watching the entire lineup. Wow. So um, I needed that. I needed to kind of just regulate myself and the amount of information that I was taking in on a daily basis. Yep. And I said I'm going to take a week or two, mm-hmm. but that's been more than that. Yeah, it's more <laughs> than that. And we actually had an episode in mind so yeah. we, we planned the fourth episode and we were going to talk about um the, the state of the union yeah address and it's been when it's probably been january maybe mm, or yeah january. end of january yeah. yeah end of january yep going into february yep yeah. so and we knew what we we're going to talk about yep obviously there was a lot on that um state of uh, state, state of the union, union. But um, we needed more time. It wasn't... We weren't ready. We needed me time. We, you know, as much as we love doing this podcast, we needed some me time so we can just get our thoughts together. And people have been asking yep. us um, in, in the past few weeks, you know, what happened? When, yeah, like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> are you going to record? And we're like, yeah, we are going to record. We just need... <laughs> yeah, we just need more time. But we're back. But we're back. And yes. a new location. New location. It's not as hot. It's not, not as hot. small. Nope. Um, it's nice and light and airy. And yeah. we didn't do a lot of planning. So we just decided that we're just going to... A lot has happened. Yes. It's been, a, it's been a long break, but we figured there's you know, so much going on. Um, let's just do it. Yeah. So um, there's been some good things. Yeah. And I think we're going to speak to one of the the good things, but of, of course it came out of a bad situation. But which I is almost a reality of of life these days, right? There's yeah, not a lot of just good just good things. stuff coming out of good stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just we got used to just a lot of bad. Stuff, yeah, and then just you know maybe a movement around it, or maybe yeah, yeah, people are you know starting to realize that there's. You know, we've got to do something. That is true. I must say, you. I think you're definitely onto something because even think about the um, women's march. Right. I mean, that came out of that was the day of the inauguration. So yeah. that's and then year two was was this year. Yeah. So, I mean, that came out of a horrible situation. But it's great. It's it brought women together of all uh, different backgrounds right. and 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 you can see. It. Uh, almost around the country. So you look at those um, special elections, and we just yeah. Won oh, in absolutely. Minutes. You're right. Um, I see. This is what I'm talking about. So much different. <laughs> so many different stories. You're absolutely right. I mean, I think it starts from um, 
you know, what happened in Alabama, and I think yep. there is a blue wave happening. There is a blue wave. There is a blue wave. And in Pennsylvania, just a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, Connor Lamb. Trump, Trump country. So yeah. he won this, yep. um, the district in, I think, 20, 20 points, yep. if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tight race, but, but it's blue. Yeah, the Democrats came out on top. Um, and that's a part of Pennsylvania, western Pennsylvania, right. which is, to your point, Trump yeah, country. country. Um, I'm from eastern Pennsylvania, just saying that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of good stuff have been happening. So I think, you know, another thing to happen was um, March for Our Lives, which just happened last week. Were you, were you able to, um, to attend in, or in person? I was, uh, I watched it on TV, mm-hmm. um, but it was really good. I mean, it's. These kids are just so ahead of their time. I don't think at that age um, I was able to even speak in front of the class. Right. I and, mean, and just to give the background, we're talking about the Florida uh, shooting. Yes. Um, and, and, and obviously those those kids, those poor kids, um, decided that they're just not going to stay silent. Yeah, they're going to do something. And it's not to say that we haven't had something like this before. And it's bad that I have to say that we haven't had, like, we've had school shootings in the past. Because, right. I mean, it all started off with Columbine and then um, that the shooting that happened in Connecticut with those poor little kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, and finally these kids, enough is enough. I mean, to their tagline, enough is enough. You know, we need to do something about gun control. And I think they're handling it, I mean, Really well, and it turned into almost a, a global thing, right? Because there were um, marches, in, you know, not just in the U.S. but across the world, mm. uh, in Europe as well. Um, so it, it turned into a movement. Yeah, it, it's really good. I, I mean, I'm really speechless when it comes to these kids because it's just like how, like, I, I like as a woman in my 30s, I still can't even put some of right. these thoughts together or have like find my voice where I can say something like I don't agree with this and kind of speak up against the government so I mean I really commend those kids and like applaud them for their bravery and their courage to really be like you know what enough is enough you know we shouldn't have to be worried about someone coming in and shooting up our school right. like that's not one thing that we should be worried about and I totally agree that's not that shouldn't be a part of the conversation, but yet here we are and we're talking about gun control and effect and and it affecting our kids' lives. So, right. um, and just as a reminder, um, President Trump and I'm having a hard time with uh, the, the title, but President, uh, but uh, he um, he was talking about um, have teachers. Yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, I don't agree with that at all. Um, I don't think the problem isn't the problem isn't that our our teachers aren't prepared in the sense to like counteract someone coming into the schools and shooting because that's crazy. Like that's not yeah, that's not the problem. Like that's that's not the problem. The problem is that or, or I'm sorry. It is the problem, but it's not the solution. I should right. say that we should arm our, our our teachers. No, like we should have the solution is some type of legislation that has gun control. Mm-hmm. You know, and background checks. I mean, you know, yeah. reverse background check um, and a database um, of really people who just should not be carrying a weapon. Um, and if you're under eighteen. You're old, you should not you should, be carrying a weapon. 
But also, I mean, like, I don't understand, like, the U.S. obsession with guns. I don't get it. Is it because we live in the city? And Maybe. You're right. I wonder... You're right. Right. I wonder what's... You're absolutely right. What's, what's behind it. Well, I, I agree. Because, I mean, yeah, we have, you know, we live in this New York bubble, so, you know, we don't completely understand. Because there are parts of the country, and, when, and I mean, we both travel outside yeah. of New York. Um, and you do see those places where, you know, I'm walking around thinking, I don't, I don't know if I feel comfortable here or fully, you know, feel, feel safe. Uh, then I get, I get why people feel the need yeah. um, to feel safe outside of the big cities. I, I mean, I get guns in terms of hunting. Like, it is a sport. Right. So I totally understand that. But what I don't understand is, like, these, like, military-style weapons that are just accessible for anyone to really purchase. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, the main purpose of that gun is to harm and kill. Right. You know, this is not for sport. Like, oh, I'm going to just, you know go hunting for deer or anything like they're they're created to kill another human being right so there's no i don't see the point of having it you know yeah i, I think the question is and that's that's kind of where i'm struggling is there going to be a solution you know we had eight years of a, a democratic president eight years of heaven <laughs> um and a democratic president mm-hmm. Um, and we're we're still at kind of the same same place. So this movement is obviously it's incredible, it's inspiring. Um, where else can we take it from here? What do we do? I I don't honestly I I don't know. I mean I guess the first thing would be to vote, especially right. if you're in a red state to vote, and if you don't agree with what your um, your senator or uh, representative insane in terms of gun violence and that's something that is important to you then i think you should vote true um and vote in favor of gun control obviously that's what we're saying <laughs> and you know what there's i mean if you look at florida if you look at mark Rubio, like yeah know, i mean where, where they stand um, yeah because i mean they they really look at this nra rating nra rating as something like something big mm-hmm. I mean, because it funds their campaigns but it's like maybe maybe they shouldn't be i don't know i don't know because then we would have to find like lobbyists like I, I don't know i honestly i feel like it's so complex and like so many different levels to it and then you know a lot of people are like yeah but it's my second amendment right and it's just like oh i mean are we that's a discussion that i'm having a hard time with the Second Amendment. Yeah. Yeah, because when it was written, it was I'm written at a... with the Second uh, Amendment argument. A lot of people are using that. That's their go-to. It's mm-hmm. like, that's my Second Amendment right to bear arms. And it's like, okay, yeah, but when they first wrote the Constitution, it, I mean, I don't think we had policing, so... No, probably not. Yeah. We didn't, I mean, it wasn't even an established government, so we didn't have policing or anything like that. So it made sense that... You should bear arms. Like, right. I get it. But now... 2018, that's a completely... It's it's point. not even a relevant right. argument to make. I, in my opinion, I don't, I don't see how you'd say, like, oh, I don't believe in certain gun control because of my Second Amendment right, or it's going to infringe my Second Amendment right. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. 
I just don't see how we get to a um, a solution in the past or in the next. Definitely not with the existing administration. No, I don't see um, that. But no, but you're right. But you know, the answer is go out and vote. Yeah. Um, that's that's the power. That yeah, have I mean, power that I need to go out and vote. Yeah, definitely. And these kids are definitely saying that, like, hey, go out and vote. I mean, a lot of them are turning eighteen, which right. I don't think this administration administration is really thinking about. It's like half of these kids that are out here um, marching. Uh, they're about to be 18. Yep. And then they're off you know. They're, they're your constituents. So. Right. Right. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, we might be picking up this conversation again in November. And we're getting close to November. So yes. It's almost like you can start feeling the heat. And, yeah. Um, a lot of those representatives are starting to feel the heat. I know. And, and it's coming. It is coming. Um, they should be scared. They really should be because these kids are... I mean, not only are they teenagers and they say some pretty interesting things, um, yeah. they can now vote. So it's more action behind their words. Yep. So we'll we'll keep an eye. Yeah. Um, Can't wait for November. Yeah. What what else is going on in our? Um. What else is going on? I mean, we have. I wonder how many. Um. Since the last time we recorded our uh, podcast, how many White House officials have uh, have left us? (laughs) I mean, it's such a long list, but every day. There's a new name. There's a new person either resigning, yeah. with my air quotes, or uh, fired. You know? So, who did we have? We, have, we had an FBI director. McCabe. Um, we had a U.S. Deputy Attorney General. <laughs> um, we had a Deputy White House Chief of Staff. By the way, I think I heard yesterday on CNN that um, Trump is now advised to get rid of his um, chief of staff. Oh, and John Kelly? John Kelly, and not not have a director of uh, communication. Apparently that's, yeah. So, that's so he's going to get rid of his so yeah, chief of staff. A director of communication. For the and no director of communication. So basically, this is good for... This is good for Trump. And he, I mean... He's going to have a straight... He can do this but, all? I mean, that's what he said he's gonna before be, he got elected. He can. He said, "Yeah, it was all about you know me and I. I alone. I alone can uh, fix this. Yeah. So he's going to be his director of communication he's and his chief of staff. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Because um, running the country is it's staff. nothing, right? So he doesn't need somebody like a chief of staff. Yep. Oh, okay. Great. I feel great about this. <laughs> it's just it's it's just such a long, unbelievable list. You look at." Um, you know, the VA secretary mm-hmm. who, um, who was just fired. What, yesterday or, right? yeah. And they are going to appoint uh, Trump's personal doctor. Right, yes, I remember that. Um, but, so, the VA secretary, he was actually on Morning Joe um, today. You're a fan. I'm... Yeah. Well, you know... <laughs> I'm a fan of MSNBC, I should say. Right. Um, I started off watching CNN. So I did watch A New Day Mm -hmm. um, with Chris Cuomo. And then I moved over to uh, Morning Joe. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, he was on Morning Joe. And I mean, even though he still kind of was saying like he likes President Trump, which it it wasn't like, it didn't seem like he was extremely upset, which is what I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so I kind of thought of it as a waste of an interview, really. Like, 
I just thought they could have used that airtime for something else. Yeah. Um, which I think, like, now that I think about it, they do, like, want to interview um, all the Trump um, staff that's departed. And I just, I think, really, like, I don't, personally, I don't care to hear their point of view. Right. Because you signed on to work with this man, and we he's been disgusted and from the beginning. Um, yeah. Into, you so. like he has no loyalty to anyone else it's like you have to have all like he wants loyalty but he doesn't give it right so why would i want to hear what you have to say right. about this guy you know you're not telling me anything new mm-hmm. um no you're right and it's just looking at the list it's just it's uh, just so long i mean we can really just and, go and down so it and, you know fbi uh deputy director uh tom price State, um who's been loyal to, um, Secretary to of State. Um, I feel like, hold on, let's look at this. White House Communication Director. Um, I would say and, Rex Tilton. No, he wasn't really loyal to um, Trump. Tom Price. Tom Price. Uh, Deputy Assistant to the, to the President. Uh, just a lot of close aides. Um, this is it's just, it's unbelievable. I, I mean, can't, I mean, I, I honestly can't believe like he got rid of H.R. McMaster. Yep. Um, and what they did to Andrew McCabe, two, like, what, 48 hours before, before he would, yeah, before his retirement. Yep. That was personal. That was personal. That was really personal. Like, you could, like, whatever. So you have a, you know, you don't like the guy, whatever, but he's, he served, he served his 20, country. Years. Yeah. That's the point. Like, you want people who've served their country to at least get their benefits. Yeah. And you're saying no because you have a problem with him. You're you're sending Jeff Sessions to be like, hey, get rid of him. Yeah, that's that's, that's what happened. And Jeff Sessions is like, yeah, sure, I'll do that because mm-hmm. he's just spineless. Um, yeah, this that's, list is that's the White House departures. Uh, you know, more more to come. It's just it's yeah. a very long list, but um, oh, it's gonna get longer. We're gonna we're gonna see more. Yeah, see more. if Trump, what do you think is next? Uh, if, you have, if you have to make it, yes. Well. I feel like, I thought John Kelly was actually going to be fired before McMaster. I did not see McMaster being fired. Um, So that was a shock. So I thought it was going to be John Kelly. But I do believe John Kelly and Jeff Sessions, they're on the chopping block. Um, Kelly and Conway? She's still around. (laughs) (laughs) She's around. I forgot she's still around. She's still around. Yeah. Oh, get rid of her. I, she's on. She's on the list. I feel like she's. Um, she's on the she's list. On the I think people will be happy. I will have a party once she's fired, yeah, or resigns, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Um, we'll we'll keep an eye on on this one. Don't know. We'll the ever growing list. Yeah. <laughs> um. What else? I feel like in the um, last week we had um two women who have mm-hmm. come up um and talked about their. Um, sexual relationship with, yeah. with Stormy, Daniels. Stormy Daniels and Karen uh, McDougal. So I think Karen McDougal was the first one. Um, I think she was a um, a Playboy. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a Playboy, mom. yeah. Didn't he meet her at the Playboy Mansion? Yeah. That would make sense. Yep. Uh, so she was the first one. And then the second one, the highly anticipated one. Stormy was, uh, Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Um, and she um, interviewed with Anderson Cooper for sixty minutes, and it was um, Anderson we Cooper. About it yeah, before we started the recording, um, 
Anderson Cooper looked really serious, like he was sitting down for like a serious interview. It's like this is Stormy Daniels. Like he has his black rim glasses and his nice suit, and I'm like, you're interviewing Stormy Daniels. But I have to say, and again, we talked about it yeah. just for a minute before um, we started recording this. But uh, what I said was that I was I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think that, and again, this is completely wrong. The you know the fact that she's a, a, a porn star, yeah. You know that's her um, that's her career, and that's you know her decision, and and we should all be respectful of that. But that's true. Um, but I guess from everything else I've heard. Um, that's not what I... Yeah, you have, like, this vision. Because you're, like, any woman that would sleep with Trump has to be, like, this trashy woman. Like, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Uh, That's what I, you know, unfortunately. She was, you know, well-spoken. Yeah. Um, very confident. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and you almost, you almost feel bad for her. I mean, and she, she said during the interview, you know, it was... Full consent. Yep. She knew what she, she was getting into. Um, so you know, and and she she said, you know what, I'm not part of the Me Too movement. Yeah, so she's like, I'm not a victim, and she victim. definitely said, like, listen, hey, I'm not a victim. I'm a, I respect her for saying that. I do right. because she, a lot of people have tried to use. Yeah, use like yeah, and she's like, no, that's not what happened. That's not what I'm trying to get at here. And so she was, um, and maybe I'm wrong with the age. I think she was around twenty. She was twenty seven, I believe. Yep. Right. And Trump was sixty. Um at the time time that um that it happened. And it was it was only one time. I think they met maybe at a party. And again, maybe I I get the details wrong here in terms of where they met. But um and then he invited her to his room at the Beverly Hills Hotel in um California and and that's where it all happened yeah actually there's a funny story there I mean if you if you haven't um seen the interview you I mean I think you should really you should is. I must say guys that um I did not watch the interview and then um before like literally like minutes before we start recording um I saw clips and um right. it's definitely funny I think everybody should tune in it is funny. because I mean not only is she well-spoken but the way she describes the interaction between her and Trump, it's very interesting. And you're like, okay. I can see why Trump has been quiet about this for over five days. I guess. What, so, no, I, I agree. And again, very well spoken. Um, I, I 100% believe her mm-hmm. story. Oh, yeah. Um, and and the, unfortunately, she's been threatened and, you know, they're trying to, um, they've been trying to silent her and kind of make sure that she's not going to, um, tells a story. Um, it's too late now, but the story is out there. Yeah. But it looks like that didn't really move the needle. So if you look at the, if you look at the polling numbers, it's as if nothing has changed. It, at this point, people just are. I don't know. Are people just yeah. numb because um, they're so used to those stories? It's not in any other administration. This has been. Oh, this would have been like career ruining type of stuff um but i think and i feel like you know if we deep dive a little bit more that we're going to get into another topic because i just feel like his his supporters are his supporters i think he you know he could definitely like blow up like the statue of liberty and people like oh well you know 
that's just Trump being Trump, you yeah. know? Like, I just, I think they look at him as his, as their savior, and he's going to bring the jobs back again. Either he's going to make America white again. Like, I don't think they're too concerned with all these other stories. They feel like they're distractions. And they're saying, you know, all this has happened before yeah, president. So, and again, that's not an excuse that I, I agree with. I feel I think that's Yeah, no, the, he should still be held accountable. Yeah. Correct. It's yeah. not a, a great argument. And he was, you know, as a person who, um, you know, the evangelicals have been... Huge Very supportive su- of him. Supporters of him. And he was married at the time. At the time. His, and his alleged sexual affair. His so, son was an infant, right. if not... I don't even think he was born at right. that time. But, like, he was the one who brought in all of, what, Clinton's accusers right. at that one <laughs> um, debate. The, the, the night before... Right. Or, right, the night of the debate. The, right. before the debate, he went on a press conference. Yeah, and brought in debate. all of Clinton's um, they accusers. Were, they were sitting there. And the they, right, so this is interesting. It's kind of like, I don't know, the guy's a walk-in contradiction. And it's just, you know, we're talking about family values, and I have to say, you know, that my family values are, are obviously different, but, um, we're, you know, they're talking about family values, and then and then you listen to those stories, and it's just it's just unbelievable. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it will take to be honest to move the needle. Um, we just have to hope that there's some type of like the, illegal aspect to this Stormy Daniels um, right story. Is it the economy then? Are people just looking at it thinking? You know what? The I economy is doing well. I don't honestly think people. Your market is doing great. Your average person doesn't pay attention to like the economy as long you know all they care about is jobs. As long as they have a job, they're good. But I don't think your average person is in there like, well, the stock market is doing well. Right. Well, maybe not the stock market necessarily. Yeah. But again, you look at the economy. The, the economy is strong. Yeah. Um, you know, jobs are jobs are doing well. Jobs are doing well. So. You know, the question is, is that... I don't even think it's that. I, I honestly think it's, like, a, on a, a personal, moral level. I don't... Yeah, I, they identify with Trump, and they'll protect him at any cost, I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't identify with Trump. You, I know you don't identify with Trump, so we're just, like... We're looking at the facts, and we're like, no... You know, and also we have a bit of a political background in the sense that we've been keeping track of, like, our presidents and, and our different administrations thus far... So it's like, no, this is not normal, and we should not um, treat it oh, as a normal situation, yeah, or right. accept it as a normal situation, and we need to start... It just became the new normal. It, like, yeah, it is the new normal. Just, yeah, the it, new unfortunately, normal. it's new normal, and or I think, or maybe it's just that we're, we're in our tribes now, you know, so now, like, the Trump supporters, if that's a tribe, and, like, even... Us as liberals, that's a little bit tribal. Right. I mean, we are tribal as well. I'm not going to say right. that we're not. We definitely are. Um, but I think we're getting into that, like, this tribal state of mind. And it's dangerous in the sense of Trump supporters because they are they are willing to overlook almost anything. Right. Right. Um, again, November is going to be... Yeah. <laughs> the blue wave. We're waiting for the blue wave blue to wave. take over. We talk about... Uh, you know, the whole Russia investigation. Uh, but, I mean, I'm sure maybe there'll be more the next time we record our uh, podcast. Yeah. But this has been fun. So it's been, it, it's as if we never left. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we haven't missed a beat. Yep. And so um, this was, this was fun. 
Sounds um, fun. We'll be back again soon. There's so much. There's so much that's going to go on. So we're not going to give a timeline like we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, but, but we'll, we'll be, be back, back soon. We'll be back soon. Yeah. Um, it's been fun. Yes. And until then, take care and stay right. safe. The See you guys. Crazy, so. Yes. Stay safe and sane. Yes. Bye. Bye.